So this is Aaron Nygren with Nebraska Extension in Colfax County. So I want to talk a little bit about water use and planting considerations in irrigated soybeans when we incorporate cover crops. So the big thing with cover crops is it's another level of management. And I think that's something we really need to keep in mind is, you know, uh, we're used to our, our maybe our no-till system, but when we layer cover crops on top, that's another management. So the management that we really want to think about when it comes to planting time is what's happening with the weather. Is it a dry spring or a wet spring and how do I manage my cover crop differently in those situations? The big thing we have to remember with this is that cover crops, their water use is going to be a little bit different than what we think about. If you're just a corn and soybean farmer, we think about those using water later in the season. Cover crops can be a little bit different. So if we look at the, the uh, crop coefficients here for wheat, uh, which is a pretty good approximation of rye, um, if we look at the, the KC values, so crop, that's the crop coefficient. So what that is, is if we were using an ET gauge, for instance, if we're at emergence and we have the ET gauge dropped an inch that week, we'd multiply it by 0.1, so we'd have 10 hundredths of actual crop water use. So right away at visible crown, which we would get fairly early in the spring, the crop coefficient for wheat is at 0.5. So that's using a fair amount of water right away. If we get to jointing, we're at 1.03. So adjoining cover crop doesn't look like a lot of, of biomass out there, but it's still going to be using a fair amount of water. So that water use, keep that in mind, depending on what the rainfall is for the year. If we contrast that to our soybeans, soybeans, if we look at their crop coefficients, pretty early on, so if we're in May and, and maybe, um, you know, if it's a little bit later planted, even into June, you know, we still may be at a fairly low crop coefficient of 0 0.1, 0 0.2 um, for first node even V3 is still only 0.6. So that's when we can get that precipitation events that are more than what the crop is actually using for water. So if conditions are dry and you have a cover crop out there, we need to be thinking about what do I do to minimize that crop water use some years. So the one easy solution we have there is termination. You may want to move up your termination date, spray that cover crop out to help preserve whatever moisture you have. This is going to be especially true if you're dry land. On the irrigated side, we have the backup plan. We can also run the, the center pivot. Um, you may not want to do that because that is a cost to that, but a lot of times, a lot of years, if we're dry anyway, there's a benefit to running the center pivot to get our herbicides um, activated, especially our pre's. You know, so we may also just want to make sure we get a good stand um, even without um, the cover crop out there. So, that we have the backup plan with irrigation. That's the nice thing we have in Nebraska. Now, on the other hand, if conditions are wet in the spring, the one thing we can really do is we can maximize the growth of that cover crop. That cover crop is green, it's gonna be using water. So take that as, and use that as much as you can. So we may look at planting green or terminating as close to planting as we can. That's gonna help use as much water. Now, where we're usually getting a challenge with this is maybe you get that cover crop a little bit bigger than what you're used to. You get worried and then you spray it out. And then if we keep catching rain, that's when we get into trouble because that extra biomass keeps the soil wet. We have a real hard time planting into that. So in those situations, really try to hold off as long as you can to get that crop in the ground before you terminate. So like I mentioned earlier, the big thing is just have that management plan in place. Um, don't just go into this just thinking you're gonna terminate like normal. Really think about those different weather conditions and how you have to manage your water in your field. In either case, if you're gonna rely on that center pivot, the number one thing we have to do is make sure it's actually ready to apply water. 
maybe, you know, last fall you had some sprinklers that were broken, you had something else, a gearbox break. If you don't remember to fix that over the winter and all of a sudden you've got the crop in the ground, now you're in trouble. Um, so make sure that center pivot's ready to roll. When we think about the scheduling then the rest of the season, um, there's really not a lot of difference um, with scheduling with a cover crop versus no cover crop in a soybean system. There's just a, a few scenarios where we may, maybe would have to manage a little bit different. So the first one is just using irrigation to establish the cover crop in the fall. Some of you may have the decision already made, I'm never gonna do this. That's not a time that I'm willing to pump water. But if we really wanna make those cover crops work in our system, even an, an extra inch of water applied in the fall may really help that cover crop get off to a good start, get us more biomass to help the system out. Another time is if we do have some dry conditions just right on the top surface, if we need to wet that top three or four inches of water to get, make sure the soybeans get out of the ground, that's gonna be helpful. And then one that doesn't come up very often is a situation that can happen when we had the cover crop dried out our top inches of, of soil, we caught a little bit of rain just enough rain to get the soybean crop to germinate. The challenge with that is if we have a dry layer beneath that germinating seed, that root isn't gonna get through that dry layer. That can actually result in the death of that, that soybean plant. So in those situations, we really need to be checking to make sure we have water all the way down through the profile to avoid that, that death of that soybean crop. So the take home points, um, it's important to manage cover crops based on the weather conditions, especially at planting time. Be looking ahead, seeing what your cover crop is doing, see what the weather's like. When growing those cover crops, uh, make sure to have your center pivot ready if you're, that's your form of irrigation as a backup plan if we do get dry that you can make sure that crop gets out of the ground. And then other than a few specific times, irrigation scheduling for soybeans with cover crops is fairly similar to a field with no cover crops. So it doesn't make a big difference in our management. The next video will focus on the findings of the three years of soybean management field day research that we've done on this topic.